You're listening to Mommy with Moxie. Okay, you do it by yourself. You go. You're listening to Mommy with Moxie. Yeah. Good job, girl. it's been a minute, hasn't it? (laughs) Um, Thank you for uh, listening to this week's episode of Mommy with Moxie. Um, A few items of business, if you will, before um, this interview with this particular guest uh, begins. Um, An update on Naima's nighttime potty training. We're doing great. Um, There was a, uh, I think we started like on the 14th or something like that of July, mid-July. and I was doing uh, I was doing everything according to the Oh Crap Potty book. So, you know, reducing her water, waking her up at 10 p.m. and at 2 a.m., fine. Um, but now she's at the point where I kind of wait, like her body uh, has figured out that it can hold it after a certain while. So um, I only do one wake up, and that's usually around like 10.30 or so. Because um, I noticed she was kind of like going like holding it or having an accident, like it went from 10 o'clock to like then 11 o'clock. So it kind of just like split it down the middle. Um, yeah. So I take her to the potty once and you know, she'll, she'll pee and I do this shh, like, you know, that sound. And it actually really does help in her ear, pick her up, take her back, put her back, uh, put her in bed and we're done. Um, so that's going really well. Uh, next month, What's this? This is July, August, so maybe like September. Um, I'll be potty training Amari, which should be interesting, cause yeah. Anyway, um, so that's that. Um, and this was also an interesting week for me personally. Um, I kind of got to uh, do like Yasmin things, um, hanging out with some old friends, and the kids were with me. But it was just, it was just a really um, a good feeling to be in the mix of other things again and hanging out with adults, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and uh, what else? Uh, I have, I literally have like a list here. Oh, I got to shoot some stuff um, for a show that a college friend is actually um, producing um, called uh, The Carlos and Lisa Show. And it is right now, um, it airs public access. Um, I think in San Diego, but um, you, you you can also watch links to different clips online. Um, uh, or I guess you can watch different clips online. Uh, but they will be chatting with me about this podcast and potty training. Uh, and so every now and then I'll sort of pop up and I'll talk about different mom stuff. And maybe some other stuff. But for now, it's just going to be momming stuff. So thank you, Amy. And thank you, Carlos and Lisa, for allowing me to be a part of um, what I think is a really special project. And as far as uh, the the um, the business with that, it's called Beyond TV, and on Instagram it's at Beyond B E O N D TV, and the Twitter is Beyond TV Official. So at B-E-O-N-D-T-V official. 
and on Facebook it's at Beyond TV. Yeah, and then sorry, and then the uh, website is beyond.tv. So b e o n d .tv, and um, I'll share as much as I can, repost all that kind of stuff, because um, I think it's just really neat that uh, you know I get to be on a screen, a TV ish screen again. <laughs> this time talking about you know mom stuff, um, and talking with other people about it too. And then, um, let me see, what else? Oh, okay, so in the beginning of this interview, I kind of talk about how I got stung by some bees. <laughs> and um, I got one in my leg and one in my arm, and I'm fine. I definitely had to go to, um, like, an urgent care type place to get, a, um, you know, like a prescription for a, a topical thing. The doctor was like, yeah, dermatitis, because it was, like, itching a lot, and then... Um, uh, he's like, you know, Benadryl a couple of times a day for a couple of days. Blah, blah, blah. So, <clears throat> sorry, that being said, we're good. But just so you know, like, that's what happened after in this interview. <laughs> and, okay, so let me just get right to Kat. Um, a, a thousand years later, right? Okay, so I met Kat Serrano through her husband, Esteban, uh, who was a co-host of mine um, while I was at Fuse. And... I think that every single person that I met while at Fuse has honestly become family to me. And Esteban is definitely um, part of that. And I, I met her through him. And he obviously loves and gushes about his wife all the time. So naturally, I fell in love with his wife. And um, Kat is just something special. And she's wonderful. And... Um, and she also has her own podcast called Moms Unwind. And I just think that it is her perspective, her point of view, her guests, her honesty uh, is something that everybody should really check out. And um, I'm just grateful for her for her voice and what she brings to the table and her experiences and how, um, like I said, how honest she is about it. Uh, she's, I think I said, she's got three boys and they're different ages. And in this interview, we kind of talk about them. She's also, I guess, um, like her kids were also, are are also in the entertainment field. Um, and they also did like some modeling stuff. So we kind of touch on that kind of thing, um, as well. And, um, it's interesting because I hadn't talked to Kat for a long time for no other reason, just, you know, life. And this conversation kind of picks up. Um, in a way, right where we left off, but also it's just 100% two, two friends catching up. So, um, yeah. And, and, and thank you so much, Kat, for being, um, just transparent with me and, you know, my audience and, um, I can't wait to be on your show. So I think think that's all I wanted to talk about in this introduction. Maybe I'll figure out some more stuff to talk about after. But here it is, um, the latest episode of Momming with Moxie featuring my friend and fellow podcaster, Kat Serrano. Hello. <laughs> it's been so long. <laughs> How are you? Uh, well, um, I'm sitting, I just got out of the shower because yesterday we were in the pool all day and... Um, I, I didn't wash my hair cause it was just like late and whatever. So I washed my hair and then I just left it 
Like right now, it just has conditioner in it because I don't feel like combing it out right now. So I know, I know that feeling. <laughs> it's just I know that feeling. Oh. Like a new woman, you got to wash your hair. I that part, <laughs> that part though, for real though. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> oh my gosh, because you have a, I mean, you have a ton of hair, a ton of hair. Yeah, I do. I have a lot of hair too. Oh my god, it's a little hard to manage sometimes. A little bit, but it's beautiful. A little bit. Yes, both of us are hairs. So how is everything? How are you feeling? Are you better? Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm good. I mean, I was just <laughs> well. Okay, so like I said, we were in the pool yesterday, right? And um, yeah. I guess there's like just a lot of like bees around, just in general, or I, I have no idea why. But um, so they they just kind of just kept coming, and they were like jumping, like diving into the water, and of course they were like were drowning. So I had to like take them out of the pool some of them were real kamikaze with it though and um i got stung in the leg somehow while in the pool oh my god i've got like a red swollen situation on my leg and then right when we were leaving i um i got stung like under like the inside of my arm (laughs) so just like what yes oh my god yeah but it was fun. What in? I don't know. I don't know. You know what? I think Despite it was. Despite all the pain you're doing. Yeah. I mean, I was, I was like in full like like warrior mom mode because they were just coming so close to like Naima and we had some friends over and I was just like, and I know you shouldn't shoo them away, but I'm like, I am not cool with a bee like sitting on Naima's head. No, no. You're being Yeah, yeah, away. yeah. Especially since she has, you know, like her allergies. I'm like, I don't know if you might be allergic to bee stings. I have no idea. So, yeah, you didn't know, so you just went into, like, mama bear mode. Exactly, exactly. Um, you know oh everything about that because you have three kids. By the way, I yeah. just started recording as soon as I called you, so this is the real, real, real of our conversation right here. This is how it works. Oh. Yeah. Surprise. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, okay, okay, okay. I, I, I wanted to preface this whole, whole thing with just um, wanting you to understand that today, July 14th, is National Cat Appreciation Day. You are so cute. I love you. <laughs> Every Thank day you. is Catherine Serrano Appreciation Day in my in my heart. Um, <laughs> I love you. Oh no, 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 no! Like, and 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 I know I always tell you this, and I feel like I always tell everybody this that might know each other or whatever. But um, um, I and it, it and I don't remember when you came to LA that time when Naima was born. But it was yeah, just, I remember. and and because Naima was what June twenty eighth, so she she would be about two two and a half weeks, like you know, four years ago or whatever. So I don't remember when you came. It was definitely like within the first month or so of her life that you came. Yeah, to LA. she was a baby. Yeah, yeah. And I will never forget <laughs> you. Your instincts were completely spot on when you came. First of all, you made time to visit us, and that's another thing. Like you have people come to visit people or no people come to visit different cities or whatever and they somehow yeah. can't ever make it to visit the person but you made it a point to come see us and and I number one so thank thank you again for that Aww. but the fact that you like I said your mom instincts were so like on point that you were like I see you're tired. Let me just take your child into the other room <laughs> so you can just rest for a moment. And I will never, because that's really what you, all you need sometimes is just Yeah, that. sometimes you just need a moment. Yes. And I mean, 
honestly, I'm thankful that you even let me take oh. take her from you so you could have the moment. I just say that though because not mom would do that. Yeah. A lot of moms will make sure that they're the one, they're the only ones that do it, and then they suffer. I was one of them, you know. So, yeah. Thank you for letting me take her, of course, away for a little bit so you can get some rest, you know. Yeah. No, I mean for sure, but like at this point, and it's so it's so funny because, um, I've I'm I've been so blessed to have really like cultivated really wonderful female relationships that I met through men. You know what I mean? Um, obviously yeah. your husband, but like. I think because I have so much, um, um, like I care so deeply about your husband in the short time that I met him, I, it, mm-hmm. I, it didn't even phase me. There was never a question. There was never no nothing about how I felt about you, like immediately. You know Aww, what I mean? I love that. So, and then on top of that, you have Same. three, yeah, three beautiful boys. You know what I'm saying? So um, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just wanted to just to, like I said, it's it's cat appreciation day up in here. Um, <laughs> um, I didn't even ask how you were doing. We really just jumped into like. My... Oh no, it's it's fine. Um, I'm actually I'm doing really well. Good. Now I'm in the, I'm in the car right now. The kids are away for the month of July with Esteban's parents, which is amazing. What? I yes. So I went through. I mean, they've always wanted the boys for the summer, mm-hmm. and I'm always the one that's like, uh, no, summer's way too long. This summer, I was like, bye. <laughs> you know, I mean, I call, we talk every day, you know, just you check in, say how everyone's doing and stuff. But mm-hmm. I'm so relieved because I need it. Yeah. It's, being a mom is hard work. Girl, of three boys? <laughs> like, that is oh, some next man. level. In a month? I don't even, I can't even, my brain will not even compute that frame of time. A month. It will when they're older. When they, oh. now they're, I mean, you know, 15, sure. 9, and 12, if they're older, so oh, I can, gosh. I feel comfortable doing it. For sure. But when they were younger, I wanted them close to me. Now I'm like, whew, thank God. I'm so grateful. Yeah. You have no idea. Yeah. I needed it, though. Like, yeah. you know, I mean, you, you'll, when you get younger, they need so much of you. Mm-hmm. It's so drained. Like, I didn't realize how drained I was until they got old. And I have time for myself now. I'm just like, okay, now it's really time for chat. And I'm going through this whole change now. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't get to do it when they... I mean, when I had, I had my first son, I was 22. Wow. So 22, that's when you're trying to figure who, who you are out, you know? And figuring out what you like, don't like, childhood traumas, you know, all of that stuff you deal with. But I didn't... Mm-hmm. I didn't have a chance to, so now that's where I'm. That's where I am. Wow, I'm, that's deep. That's a that's a really deep place to be right now. So it is. I'm in a healing phase. Oh my goodness. Yeah, but I'm grateful for it because I could not be, mm-hmm. and I could just be coasting through life and just existing. But that's just not where. That's not who I am. I've never been that person. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as much as painful as it may be. For so many reasons, because you know how we are as women, we're just hard on ourselves, or just as people, we're hard on ourselves, so the fact that I am 38, and I'm going through my childhood traumas now, and healing, and all of that, Mm -hmm. sometimes I look at it as, you know, you're old, Mm. you should have been done then, but I'm also, I give myself grace, because I was 22 when I had kids, so it wasn't about me, it was about them, you know? And this has zero to do with what you were talking about. Um, uh-huh. But we just, um, this is day four 
or about to be night night four or whatever of nighttime potty training and oh. I've been I've been putting it off for longer than I really probably need to because I was like what you want me to wake her up and take it to the potty and blah, blah, blah. like I was just like that's unfathomable <laughs> but really I mean it's like okay so she woke up the first I took her to 10 and 2 is when the book says to do it so the first night I, I 10 o'clock I took her she didn't pee the next night she and then then at 2 a.m I woke up took her to the bathroom she peed then the next night she peed at 10 and then she didn't pee at 2 and then like for the last two nights she hasn't peed at all at night so I'm just like okay so is it done and I'm like how does it how does the body all of a sudden say and stop peeing at night like I don't understand how that happens how does that happen Furthermore, Kat, uh, how am I supposed to potty train a penis? How does that oh. happen, Kat? <laughs> <laughs> so I would put, um, they have these, they have these, like, little things that you could put in the toilet. Okay. For, for the boys to aim at. It's like a game. <laughs> of course. Why, why can't we have anything fun to pee in? We just gotta pee in the normal, <laughs> the normal boring toilet. They got, they get a game. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, you can't have one apparently that has like a princess on that place, but that's good thing. Right, right, right. That's just ridiculous. <laughs> I would be traumatized by it. Right. Jeez. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so. Funny. Yeah, you can, you can do that. Um, just make sure you take them, and then we would use Cheerios try to pee in the little hole of the, of the cereal or something, you know. <sighs> Stuff like that. <laughs> you have to make it fun. <laughs> I just don't even, like, just, and I think it's kind of messing with me, too, because, I mean, like I said, he's only, he's only 19 months, but the fact is, like, he, he is ready. Like, he tells me, pee-pee, like, poo-poo, like, he, he understands. It's just a matter of me just locking in and saying, okay, we're going to do this right now. But I just. Another thing, I'm sorry, yeah. you can also sit him on it. Yeah. And have them pee sitting down. Start that way. Yeah. That's what the book said. The book said to yeah. start them sitting down. But I just still, it's just so, because, like, now he, like, will hold his penis, he'll play with his penis, and he'll go, tickle. And I'm like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, it's so cute that you're walking around to your little baby penis, but then I think, man, that's, that thing, that little tiny thing <laughs> is going to... Give your your mom and your dad some stress later on in life. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to oh deal with three of them. So I can't. I know. <laughs> That's why I'm gearing up. I mean, if they could go away for the summer, I would. I think I would be ready once I'm school got back. I am like, I am not ready. Oh. I have a sophomore, a seventh grader, another seventh grader is in the high school, and I'm so proud of him. He's so, Minnie's so excited. He's like, I'm going to be a part of the black um, student, whatever, and he's like, and then I'm going to be a part of the, and I'm just like, you're only going to be in seventh grade. That's all high school stuff. Wow. Like, they're supposed to separate it, but he's so outgoing, that, mm. and he speaks to everybody that you know, they're all talking to him about all these things, which is amazing, mm-hmm. but he's not, he's nowhere, he's only a, a 12 years old, Ugh. and he's talking to 16 to 18 year olds, you Ugh. know what I mean? Because he's just so used to hanging out with older, around older kids. He is, oh, yes. Gosh. And he prefers older kids. I was also like that when I was younger. I always loved hanging out with the older crowd because I just got along with them better. Yeah. They had more to, you know, many years ahead of his time. So I'm trying to find the balance right now. 
right now. And I tried to explain to him, like, listen, when you get to the high school, you can't do everything that everyone else does. Right. You have to remember, you have to stay in your lane. Mm -hmm. You're 12. Mm -hmm. They're, you know, 16 to 8. Like, you got to stay where you are. So that's going to be the challenge for the high school. Gosh. But I keep them busy, so it's fine. Yeah, no, you definitely do that, <clears throat> and, and and there, yeah. that is like that's like added work. <laughs> yes, because you gotta yes, be like exactly. creative and figure out how can I entertain these people while like you know not losing my damn mind. Exactly. Um, and I think that, and and help me, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that you know your, um, what you are doing for cat is where your balance is yeah right okay so like so there's there's a podcast but then there was also I feel like and and again like it's funny because like as much as I feel like I've known you for a long time really really not really but then what's that 20 2012 stop it has it already been seven years I think so it's been a really long time I know that's crazy it is crazy. Wow. Okay. Crazy. Well, now I can't say it hasn't been a long time because seven years. <laughs> but okay, so so at that time though, were you doing, were you were you blogging a lot, or did it just kind of come out all of us not all of a sudden? But like, was it something in your head? You're like, okay, I'm gonna do it, and then the podcast, like all things like that spoke to you. Where did all of that come from? I think I've always been told to be a blogger. Yes. Everyone was always like, oh, well, you go to these cool places, or you know what to do, or everything. And your parents are like, you should share, you should share, you should share. Mm-hmm. So, I decided, so I was like, okay, cool, I'll, I'll do it. And then the podcasting thing, it just fell, it kind of fell on my lap. Like, I was like, you should have a podcast. And then I started brainstorming it, and I was like, okay, cool, like, I'm genuinely want to give women mm-hmm. a platform to share their voice mm-hmm. and so that's why moms and wine was created because i also wanted women to be able to just talk about raw real stuff yes not like this fluffy where we all have to be one way yep. like i i want to talk about the things that are uncomfortable one of the things that i talk about in the podcast is my son taking a drug test for his friend yes i remember that mm-hmm. and i was i have to honest I was like I don't know if I want to put this up like I don't want to be judged as a mother but I had to remember what the core value of mm-hmm. moms and wine is and it is to talk about the things other moms don't want to talk about but they do because yes. we're all going through the same thing yes. and that was the whole point yes we all go through it none of us are better we're all just trying to fucking figure it out oh sorry I keep it's, okay, it's okay it's okay it's okay I get a little passionate it's because okay. it frustrates me because I hear where I am like some of the moms are just very judgmental about how other moms raise their children, and I think it's very unfair. Mm-hmm. I know that for myself, I get looked at very differently because I don't care. I, I'm not. I I was a PTA mom, but I don't. I, I don't get as involved as everyone else does because yeah. I had my childhood. I'm not trying to relive it through my kids. I yes, just, I want to support them, mm-hmm. but I'm not. I don't know. Right. I just I don't like the cattiness of what what. What, I don't like cattiness, yes. and I see it, and I'm just like, I'm out. Yes, and it's like the weirdo, the weird competition thing, and yeah. it's like it, it's like yeah. this weird thing that they had in them before, and then yeah. it's like this showboaty, showy thing, and it's just like, mm, 
that's not really who I am. I really never liked that. I just want exactly. them to enjoy their their young lives and, and enjoy me as a person and as a mom. And I don't want to, like, I, oh, I totally it's, get that. When they go to school, it's mm-hmm. like it gets even, you know, it gets more because then there's sports and then there's kids. And it gets, you know, kids are, they can't be mean. And mm-hmm. these kids come from certain parents. Mm-hmm. You know, they it's that it comes from somewhere. You know, right. learn behavior from somewhere. So it's it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm super laid back. I don't like to maybe it's too laid back, which is what JoJo was saying in the podcast when mm-hmm. I was asking him if I could be better. Because I feel like I I want my kids to learn on their own. They're mm-hmm. they're little people, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't want to coddle every move that they make. So. When it's their report that's due, it's their report that's due. I'm not. I'm not helping them. Yeah, self ac- accountability for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I want. That's the thing. They are very accountable to their lives. Maybe too much. Maybe I should be a little bit more hands on. I don't. I don't know. Um, but I'm there. I'm present. I'm in the moment. Um, I'm just not doing it for them. My kid didn't get into the school that he got into because of what we did for him. Right. Sure, we pushed him. We helped him. We were assisting him, but he did it himself. Right. He taught himself how to produce. Mm. He did. He was the one. We told him how to do it, but we didn't do it for him. Right. We were like, if you want to do this, why don't you do this? We gave him ideas, mm-hmm. but we didn't tell him. He had to do it on his own. Right. So when he when he says that he gets he got into the school, he got into that school. That's awesome. And we're proud of him because he did it. Right. Right. You know? And mm-hmm. of course, we help them. We assist them, but I'm not doing it for you. No. No. Not at all. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's so. It's just that's different so times right now. Totally, it's so different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I will never forget when I, because I, like I said, I would help. I would help at the PTA with the PTA, and like setting up certain things. And one of the moms saw her son's report, mm-hmm. and it was going to go up on the wall, and she didn't like. I guess it was it was his hand, his penmanship or something. She literally erased it <gasps> and fixed it for him. <gasps> Before she put it up on the wall. Oh, come on. And I was like, what in the world? Right. I'm like, it's his work. Right. Right. Like, just, I don't know. That was just too much for me. I was just like, yeah, I can't. I'm not, I'm just not, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, because it, 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 I mean, and it just, it, that, that type of stuff makes me think, okay, what's not like what's happening at home, but what, what are you, what, what kind of vibe, like what kind of whatever are you giving to your child? at home if that's <laughs> if you're nitpicking off of stuff like that you know what I mean it's scary yeah I don't I don't know if that was something that she does often or if it was just the one time that she did it could have been the, first, the one sure. time that she was doing it either way like yeah for me it's like I think that they put so much effort and and this is their time like mm-hmm. oh this is their season mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so you gotta let them experience the season of their lives right. in school right if we're doing it first for them, then when they are off on their own, like, what are we really teaching them, you yeah. know? What's their voice? <laughs> if they fail, if they fall, now when I want them to fail, and I want them to fall, while they're on, while they're with, make as many, and I tell my kids all this all the time, make your mistakes now. Like, because mm-hmm. my kids are afraid to fail or make mistakes, and I'm like, no, do it now. Right. Make them now, so because you're home, mm-hmm. we we can still we can still pick up after you. We can, you know what I mean? Like we can help, we can go through it together. When you're out, right. not that we can, 
more things. Mm-hmm. And accountable, as, an, as you get older, you're more accountable to things. Now that your kids, like, learn, make mistakes, have fun, whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's just, I don't know, that's just how I feel. No, I want them to do it now. No, I'm, I'm with you 100%. I'm so with you on that. Like, like, you have to give them, you have to arm them with tools. You know what I mean? Like, and even like as much yeah. as I'm just like, like going back to the nighttime potty train. I mean, it's kind of like not, it's, it's the same thing in essence. Like you're giving yeah. them the tools to be successful at X or to be self-sufficient yes. at X to, to, to yes. help them to self-sufficient. Yes. And yes. That, develop that confidence and all of that stuff. It all, it's like, that's, that's what you're doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just there are different ages and it's different scenarios. For sure. Yeah. I totally get what you're saying. Totally get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't I think that you can talk to your kids once they start asking questions. I mm-hmm. think that's when they're old enough to know. Yep. Uh, like but for instance, what you just said, like, you know, your son's talking about he has, he's telling you that he has to go to the bathroom. So guess what he's ready yep. to do? Yep. You know, your kids will, they can, they'll guide them so much from, from them. I remember Minnie was like, Mom, like, why am I not doing anything? I'm mm. old. Like, I want to sign up for soccer. I want to go to that. And I was just like, <sighs> Right. I have your older brother, but sure, let me sign you up to, like, you know, maybe yeah. he'll, he'll, he'll tell you, like, I need to do stuff. Well, yeah. I, I'm ready to do this or whatever. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. gotta listen. Yeah. Yeah. You, 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 you armed them. With that tool with, to communicate, so so when they mm-hmm. do communicate with you, you have to show them that you hear them. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. It's key. Yeah. Oh my gosh, the fact that you said that is so key because mm-hmm. I realized that I wasn't heard when I was younger, mm. which is the reason why I struggle with being heard now. Oh wow, wow, wow. So I can. Com- and I, I was telling this to Esteban actually the other day. I can communicate, but I communicate aggressively, mm. not mm. assertively. There's a difference. So I want to be able to communicate assertively, huh. and that's that's the that's kind of where I am right now. I mean, I can I can communicate. You know, I'm, I'm not like the worst at it, but when it comes to how I feel mm. or telling you what I need. Because I've been, I have been neglected. Right, right, I, right. When I was, because I was neglected when I was a child. Now, telling me what I need comes out of aggressive. It's aggressive. Oh, wow. It's like, oh, I need, it's not like, okay, can you please, moving forward, can you do it this way? Or yeah. I need you to do it this way. Yeah. Oh, you know? my gosh. So our children need to be heard. That's, that's so important that you said that. Mm-hmm. Oh, my so goodness. Important. Yeah. And yeah. It's, it's funny because... I mean, I mean, Amari is still young-ish, but he has no problem mm-hmm. communicating with what he wants and what he wants all the time is Moana. <laughs> but Naima, like I always, you know how you always see those posts on different whatever, like, you know, doing X, Y, Z with daughters and, you know, she's, yeah. been, she's at that age, she's been at that age where she's just very outspoken and, you know, now that she, if she wants something, like, she'll tell us and sometimes, like, it comes off a little too attitudinal, but I'm also like, no, I don't want to mute too much of that because I want you to be assertive. I want you to tell me, yeah. mom, me and daddy, what you want. I want you to say how you want it. If we're not getting yeah. your attention, you get our attention. Like, I don't want you to lose any of those things. Like, today, 
Khalil was doing, like, she was doing something and Khalil was on the phone. Like, I don't know what he was looking at. He's probably texting work, whatever related. And she was like, Daddy, uh-huh. Daddy, 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 look, Daddy, look. And she said it maybe, like, five yeah. or six times to the point where I kind of had to come around the corner. And, like, he eventually, like, looked up. And I, I was so glad that she just kept on, like, hammering at him. Like, I need you to look at what I'm doing. You know yeah. what I mean? And yeah. it's just so... But it's hard. So I guess in that situation, it's maybe communicating to her that when daddy's on the phone, mm-hmm. he's working. So it's hard for me to pay attention. I want to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So just give me a moment yeah. for me to finish the call and then yeah. I can pay attention to you. Yeah. But and that's, it's so hard. I mean, my kids are older and even now it's like, oh my God. I'm like, I can't get on the phone. You know what I mean? It's just like, Mm-hmm. They don't. They don't understand. They don't get it. Yeah. Um, but in order for them to be heard, I have. To, I do have these conversations. Okay, listen. If I'm busy, if I'm on the phone, it's because I'm working. Mm-hmm. But I can't pay attention to you and and be on the phone. Right. You have to just well, give me a second to get off, and then when I'm off, then tell me what you want. Yeah, I think or whatever you need. You know, I, for sure. I I think with that, not. I think we like I said your kids your kids are well like you said your kids are older. Mine, yeah, mine are older. Yeah. With yeah. What I would want it because I mean I'm sure he heard her, but I would have wanted even for a second he like picked his head up and, and to to tell her while he's in the midst of doing what he was doing. Yeah. He just kind of waited yeah. and waited and waited and waited and waited and then he eventually I'm just like she's not like that's not that you need to. <laughs> You need to be the adult in this situation, and you need to stop Absolutely. what you're doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. But definitely. Mm-hmm. No, agree. Yeah. But I think that's another thing, like, with phones anyway, because, like, while well, he could have had, he could have been working, he also could have just been on Instagram. Like, you know what I mean? It's, like, one of those, like, <laughs> you don't know. You know what I mean? Because he just has a phone in the, in, in his hand. So, I, who knows? I, I was in the kitchen doing something. But, like, yeah. <clears throat> You know, that, oh my gosh, that's a whole other conversation, like, dealing with, like, distraction and whatever. Oh my gosh, it is, yes. Mm -hmm. I, and I, I agree with you 100% in the moment, if you could just, like, pause, you know, just pause for a second to say, oh, I'll be with you in a second or something, you know? It's hard. Just to acknowledge them and let them know that they're being heard. Mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, no, for sure, for sure. Um, oh gosh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I wanna... What, there were, I feel like there was something else that I wanted to ask you about. Um, um, okay, so let's talk. I want to talk a little bit more about your podcast, and then I have to go detangle my hair. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> um, like I feel like I feel like conditioner dripping down my neck right now. Um, <laughs> um, so when did you decide to start the podcast, and how do you decide, um, you know, who you want to talk to, and what is your what would you like to to see um, done with where the podcast is going and, and what it can do and all that jazz? So I started the podcast, I want to say a year ago, mm-hmm. and it's been very difficult for me to maintain because life happens. Yes. You know, so I was excited. when I started it, I was very excited, but then things were happening with the boys, mm-hmm. and you know that they do music and stuff like that. So it's been very hard for me to maintain and upkeep, mm-hmm. which hurts my soul because it's that's like my project. Yes, for me, you know. Mm-hmm. 
but as you know, being the mom, like your stuff unfortunately comes last sometimes because the kids need to go to school or you need yeah. to do, you know, whatever, yep. home and house and all this stuff. Yep. So, yep. Um, what I would like to see for the podcast is for it to be a community for moms, mm-hmm. women to just, you know, listen in and have these difficult conversations and just kind of learn from one another and also know that we're all. We're all very similar. Mm-hmm. We all go through the same thing. We all feel the same, and hopefully, realize that so that we they they'll be nicer to the mom that's by themselves in the corner. Yes. Or they might it'll make them second guess about judging that mom that they see who's struggling because it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's not easy, and I can't. And this can't even do. I'll be in a restaurant, and my kids are grown now, and I'll hear a baby like wailing, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm like, I forgot what that sounds like, but yeah. because I'm so sensitive to of dealing with new life but then like the things that you cannot like verbal like the hormonal things that are happening in you that you have zero control over exactly <laughs> you know what I, mean? I remember crying for no reason yes. at all just looking at this baby yes. and I was like but it was because they were so beautiful and they mm. come from you but then is that borderline postpartum you don't really know no so these are the things that I want to talk about yes. because we don't know I didn't know that I was postpartum until after I was told like years later I was like oh I was that was I was depressed mm-hmm. I was going through you know mm-hmm. oh I know I dealt with that less. with Naima for sure yeah oh wow yeah I mean How not about, like um, not like a lot and then it didn't help that she couldn't latch so I felt like I couldn't feed her you know we had to yeah. get her tongue tied I mean she eventually was able to breastfeed but like yeah. You know, it's like, that's like the thing that you're, it's like baby, come, first of all, I had a, a C-section, so just from the gate, I was already like doing it wrong. So yep, like I had, that yep, the C-section and then girl's supposed to latch and it's not supposed to hurt and it's just supposed to be natural. Nope, yep. that didn't happen either. And exactly. I mean. Exactly. No one's talking no, about that. No. Like you're supposed to breastfeed and it's such a beautiful thing. Yep. But what about the moms that can't? Yep. Like that's that jit, that really, really can Yes. Yes. I couldn't. I could only do it for three three months, I think I did it, or six months, mm-hmm. because it was so painful. Mm-hmm. And then I wasn't producing milk because I was so stressed after having oh. pizza. It's just like, it is not a beautiful thing, people. No, no. <laughs> like, maybe for some it is, but then there's stories that's not. And these are, I want to talk about those things because everyone makes it sound like it's so beautiful. And it is, if yes. you can do it. It's right. wonderful. Right. Right. But you're not less than because you can't. That's right. That's right. You know? For sure. For sure. Oh my goodness. Like, I I can't wait to pick this conversation back up when I do your podcast. <laughs> um, when you yes. and Esteban decide to come to LA, hello. Yes. 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 Yes
I know. I want to come to LA so bad. Please come to LA. We'll plan it. Yes. Come in the fall. Oh, no, no. We're low because the boys have school. Ah. Figure it out. <laughs> come during the winter time. Maybe. Yeah, maybe February. Yes. Figure it out. Yes. Oh, that would be so nice. And you guys obviously have a place to stay. We live in the valley. We might not then, but now we live in the valley. But who cares? You have you are more than welcome to stay in our home. So. Oh, I love you. Thank you. Of course, of course, of course. I love that. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm so I'm I'm so I am so grateful that I got to catch up with you, even for this little short amount of time. And like I said, I, we Thank we you. still have like real things we need to talk about offline I know. um yeah. and um because it's been too long and I always feel like we have like real I feel like we have like real conversations where we like need to just cry it out and then we'll yeah. get back to our normal <laughs> lives because <laughs> it's important to do that sometimes <laughs> yes it is it definitely is <laughs> and then hopefully by then this red swelling that's on my leg will be gone I hope so. I mean, cat, like it's a little. It's a, it's, it's, it's Are a you little, allergic? I mean, I I I was if wondering. If it's swelled that much, you might be. Yeah, I'm, you might want to get that checked. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm. I might go do that. Maybe I'll do that tomorrow. Yeah, you should get it checked. Or maybe I'll if just it's swollen that big. I mean, it's. But you know what's interesting? My arm isn't swollen. My arm is not. That swollen. is interesting. Yes, I. I just think it's just irritating. Uh, who knows? But I'm just gonna take like a Benadryl. I'll, I'll just take some sort of antihistamine, and then like I'm sure it'll knock it right out. But I mean, it's not like I mean, if you were to see, it just it's just red. But I think it's because mm-hmm. I keep on like scratch, like I keep on like doing things to it. But um, yeah, you might want to leave it alone. That yeah. might help. <laughs> Don't you, mommy cat? <laughs> yeah. No, I know, I know. I'll leave it alone. I'm afraid to show Khalil. People, oh my gosh, you need to go. I'm like, it's not that serious. But then again, I could be like totally downplaying it, which is what we do, right? Yes, we do that a lot. So <sighs> I don't want you to do that. No, I won't do that. I won't do that. Um. Okay. Okay. So you you go on about your beautiful day, and I'm gonna go detangle my hair, which I really don't want to do. <laughs> I know that feeling. Okay, thank you so much. And um, I'm going to text you sometime so that we, you can come on my podcast. Yes, please, please, please. Yay! Okay, I love you. All right, love you too. Okay. Have a great day. You too. Okay. Bye. There it is. Um, The latest episode. Um, I just think that I, I wish that, number one, I wish that cat was here in L.A., <laughs> And I think we talk about that every time we talk or every time I talk to her husband, I'm always like, yeah, so when are you guys coming to L.A.? And um, just because just to be around their spirit and their energy and it just is so, it's just a a warm, electric um, vibe with those two. And um, yeah, I really, I really, really miss them. Um, yeah. So, um, thanks for listening again, and I'll keep you guys updated on the potty stuff, because, like, it's funny, because as we're doing this potty training, in the book, the lady's just like, and eventually they'll either get up and pee on their own, or they'll just stop peeing. So, I don't know when that's gonna happen. I don't know how long it's gonna take. Um, but Naima is out of diapers, so, yay. Good for you, little girl. Who knows? Um... Yeah, so, and I'll also keep you posted on the Carlos and Lisa stuff. And what else? Look, I'm looking, I'm literally looking at a piece of paper that I just scribbled, scratched things that I wanted to talk about um, on this podcast. Yeah, so again, thank you for being patient with me. Um, 
you know, I like I said, I don't know. Um, I'd say I don't know like how the frequency of this thing will be. It's looking like it's probably going to be every two weeks until she starts school. Um, but who knows? I don't know. Who knows? Um, yeah. So I'll catch you guys next time. And um, thank you once again for your support. And have a good day. Good evening. Good night. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever it is, wherever you are. All right. Bye.